This episode was recorded January 11th, 2021. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to the comic panel. I'm Cody. I'm Jalen. I'm Jacob. And I'm Shawenta. Previously on the comic panel. It's like, you know, just having that caption box on a part that was, like, definitely not part of that Mm, issue was, like, kind of strange to me. But at the same time, I understand that they do want to get it out there at the beginning, and they also want to have this part happen at the beginning, but I just didn't really like that as much. Yeah. Now, uh, so for a comparison, I read uh, Amazing Fantasy number fifteen, and it. W- I think there's like there's a huge difference between just the quality of writing from that point to now. Just that's just based off of industry, and, you know, advancing, and because there was a lot of. I mean, yeah. Showing, that- that makes sense. It yeah. was like 50 years of like difference and experience in telling those stories. Mm-hmm. But uh, not just that, just like the actual, you know, technical stuff of like showing and not telling. Mm-hmm. The Stan Lee was very much like, I'm going to tell you what's happening. Whereas this comic book is very much, you know, and I, and I say telling because there's a lot of boxes saying, mm-hmm. okay, this is happening right now. Whereas this comic more relies on the art. Yeah, th- that, that problem, and we've kind of talked about this before on previous episodes of the show, like that plagued early superhero comics because it was like, I mean, it was a lot of factors. There is the factor of um, a lot of writers were paid per word or per script page, you know? Mm. And there's the factor of, you know, just the 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 craft of comic book making you know was underdeveloped or you know at the very least uh stunted by the uh comics code authority uh Mm -hmm. and and all that whole debacle um and also like you know there's even reports of like you know jack kirby saying that stan lee himself just didn't trust his art to tell the story Mm -hmm. so he felt like he had to overproduce So would it be like it would give a caption of what's going on and then it would show again like visually what's going on? Yeah, Mm -hmm. pretty much. So double. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like as I'm sure like there is a difference and it's been a long time since I read Amazing Fantasy. But, you know, there are still a couple pages where it's just like Peter is out here doing something and like we don't get like thought bubbles or speech bubbles. We get like narration boxes. Mm Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. And there are a couple pages that are like just that. So, I mean, I guess like I see where you're coming from and there probably is a difference, but like there are still some parts of this that are guilty of that. Yeah. I'd also say that like, you know, this does capture a lot of the kind of, I feel like the the magic of a lot of um, amazing fantasy and like really dives deeper into it. Like you get the feet better. 
like one like a classic panel that's like it's so funny that it's a classic panel because it's so weird now is like um basically peter is at the breakfast table with his aunt may and uncle ben and his aunt may is like just like you know basically like i made your favorite wheat <laughs> cakes you know something that like nobody makes anymore <laughs> and then um like they're basically just beaming with pride over him and like i think the caption is something like you know they uh the, um they loved him like they were or he was their own son you know mm-hmm. something like that and um like i feel like you one of the scenes in here you just like really get that you know it's yeah. like they just can't get enough of them mm-hmm. or of him i mean they can't get enough yeah. of peter <laughs> <laughs> Their pride and joy. Yes. Yeah. Um, so what's interesting, um, just like kind of a difference uh, with uh, Peter's social, uh, the people around him, immediately is Mary Jane. She, you know, she's there, mm-hmm. first of all. And she is uh, more of a academic, I guess you would say. Yeah, definitely. Like, like she's more brainy than mm-hmm. the Mary Jane of the I mean, original yeah, comics. Yeah, it's it's funny that you mentioned it, that uh, she's brainier because they call her Brainy yeah. Janie. Yeah. Because high schoolers are very creative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What? <laughs> there was even a scene where so Flash was you know trying to put the moves on Mary Jane, and he's like, "Oh come on, Brainy Janie," <laughs> I was just like. I'm I'm sure that's not what you want to say. Like, so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I can I, see how he thought it could be affectionate, but. Mm. So who is, who are you talking about? The uh, redhead. Mary Jane or Flash? No, no. Flash. Uh, so yeah, he's the, oh, he's the blonde he's haired the redhead in this. <laughs> Comic. I was gonna say. <laughs> wait, wait, what did you say, Taylon? He was the blonde-haired bully, with kind of the stupid haircut. Also, it, it looks like a bowl cut. Yeah, <laughs> it's real bad. He's you don't the guy mean that like an actual superhero, right? No, his his name is Flash Thompson. Okay, not well, whenever Flash you guys Gordon. kept bringing it up, I was like, <laughs> is the Flash just in this? And I didn't realize it. Yeah, no, his his real name is actually Eugene. <laughs> that just reminded me of Amazing Spider-Man. Put him down, Eugene. <laughs> yeah, I uh, yeah, that's that's a rough one. Uh, but he does become a superhero. Yeah, in the in the main in the main universe. Yeah. Yeah. So not not this one. Yeah, not this one. Sorry. Yeah, um, you know, and I, so Flash has uh, King Kong, uh, which I'm going to say is well, like a nickname. Yeah, that's definitely a nickname. Yeah. I think his last name is Harlan. He, he had, yeah, I looked up if see if he like had a like regular universe counterpart. Does not seem to. No. He's no. just like just for uh, the mm-hmm. ultimate universe. It's just like a big guy. He mm-hmm. looks kind of like, uh, uh, what's that X-Man? The blob? Oh. But like. Yeah. Less you know, disgusting. We're, we're just supposed, yeah, but like slightly, like ten percent less, like a mutant, and like we're just yeah. supposed to believe that like some high schoolers look like that. I mean, I, I, like, would, I don't know. I would say that like the he doesn't look like the blob to me like at all. You know, he just looks like 
you know, he definitely doesn't look his age. He looks like an older man, especially yeah. because he's like bald and mm-hmm. has a, a very developed goatee <laughs> and, and his size, yeah. of course. But like, you know, it's just like, yeah, he he's a bigger like I mean I'm I'm kind of like is he even 15 years old like Peter yeah. is or is he like you know a yeah, senior at least <laughs> <laughs> definitely a big guy but mm. um I wouldn't say that he's like exceptionally big I think he's just a exceptionally big in comparison to everybody else <laughs> yeah it's just like well, it just makes such a weird choice it's like yeah why is he so big and it's just like he's just it's not like a part of the story or like it has it isn't so far it's just mm-hmm. he's just big yeah i think yeah. i would i would, if i had to give a reason which i mean i'm not saying that like you know it's a great choice or anything but if i had to give one reason it would probably be that like basically you know the the kind of idea that in high school there's like so many like different levels of ability of people you know and different like yeah you know, different shapes and sizes, kind of. And I mean, obviously, like, that tracks to the real world, not so, just high school, but, so you know. kind of like how, you know, more modern Spider-Man Homecoming had Flash Thompson not be a guy. Kind of. I mean, like, I, I don't think it was, like, necessarily, like, diversity, you know? Mm. It was, it was like, basically, you know, just, like, in in comparison to Peter and Flash, it's, like, there's this, like really big guy you know if he if he hurt peter he would really hurt <laughs> peter you know yeah and just like i guess yeah it makes him like identifiable from multiple differences or distances excuse me yeah um like in panels so i guess that kind of makes sense i mean yeah giving him a different body shape instantly made him like recognizable because i was definitely losing track of a few of the other people mm-hmm. oh, um i was gonna say like you were talking about peter has it bad i guess like the bullies are mean to him but he doesn't have it that bad right like mm-hmm. uh when he's throwing the basketball and the teacher the gym teacher's like oh my god you might as well be a girl and like yeah. some of his classmates you see are like uh patting him on the back yeah. and like you know yeah you're like the rest of us and then they get pushed out of the way by the jocks to you know so that they can make fun of peter mm-hmm. yeah. so it's not totally alone social outcast i guess yeah, that, really. that was that was the thing, too. Like, basically, I was all like, man, you know, like, yeah, the bullying is kind of rough. And, like, you know, like, even, like, your teacher is, like, bullying you in gym class. Like, that's really rough. <laughs> but also, like, you have this, like, really cool lab. Like, that's, that's a cool yeah. little personal space, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, you just got to do whatever you want in there, you know? And... And your your parent figures are like really cool too. Like, oh I, yeah, they're, I, they're like the hippie kind of cool. Yeah, a little bit, especially Uncle Ben. Oh, he was like in a commune. Yeah, <laughs> his um, ponytail. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I I figured that like also they're like trying to weave in the idea that it's like, you know, uh, teenagers are so short sighted, except for like. It's like that's such a kind of antiquated thing. Like, yes, teenagers can be short-sighted. Like, oftentimes they are, but it's like this is like such an overdramatic representation of that. Like, mm. it's just like, come on! Like, if everybody at least sees some sil- silver lining in their life, like, <laughs> you know, when when they have it, of course. I- <laughs> okay, yeah, it's like even when it's not like 
like suit if you can't get it like they even like have harry come up and say it's like as soon as like we're out of high school you are gonna like soar past everybody who's here <laughs> yeah like i'm gonna be okay because like i'm an heir to the oscorp fortune but like even like you're gonna soar past me too <laughs> yeah but that doesn't help him now <laughs> so yeah but like <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I do understand in that scene a little bit that, like, basically, like, uh, Harry is not being very receptive as a friend or potential friend to Peter's problems. He's just like, eh, just shake it off. And it's like, okay, that's Bro, a little rude. My, my dude was just walking in the hallway and then, what, got pushed or kicked? Um, kicked down, basically. Push kicked. Yeah. Kicked from behind. And then his bud... Harry was like, bro, when are you going to learn to move out of the way? Yeah. Like, like what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, that was pretty rough. So, I, like, that scene hurt a little bit because I'm like, Harry is absolutely right that, like, you know, he's going to soar past him. And Peter is absolutely mm-hmm. wrong to be saying, like, how does that help me now? You know, because it's like, really? You're, like, this is, like, so such small stuff in the grand scheme of things. But also, like... Don't just tell him to get over it. Like, <laughs> be sorry. I mean, try the superintendent. Uh, the superintendent, like after he, you know, the guys kind of went off. Like he went up to Peter and was like, you know, don't let those guys get to you. If mm-hmm. They come at you again. You know, come talk to me. Like mm-hmm. trying to be supportive. I mean, after the fact, but yeah. you know, still there. Yeah. Um. I was going to say, I really, I'm not used to seeing Uncle Ben as proactive, I guess. Like, I kind of like the fact that, like, his first introduction is him, like, glaring at the bullies and, like, inviting Mary Jane over to the table. Mm -hmm. Like, he's actually doing something, and you can see how he's affecting Peter's life positively, rather than just, like, patting him on the back and saying a few things. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with that. I felt like his introduction was, like, both, like, the quintessential, like, parental figure. Like, it's, like, he defends him and protects him. He knows, like, the girl that Peter likes, basically, and, like, you know, but doesn't embarrass him in that way. You know, he uh, he supports him in any way that he can think of. You know, is it's basically, like, perfect parent you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, Until you start acting out. Well, then, yeah, I mean... I, even then, like, he's still really supportive. Yeah. He's supportive, uh, well, but it's Well, I'm, I'm not saying that, like, he wasn't supportive. I'm saying that it was all fun and dandy until you started acting out. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, but I, I think, you know, with, with the point that I'm trying to make is that, like, you know, because kids aren't perfect, you mm. know? they're absolutely not perfect and Peter is definitely not perfect. So, you know, but he still responds to Peter when Uncle Ben responds to Peter's imperfections with like basically as perfect as you can get, you know? Gotcha. Um, And like, also, I think that that also, you can see in that first scene also a lot of like, you know, you can see Spider-Man in Uncle Ben, you know? Mm. I feel like the like it's all encapsulated in there, and I really liked that. You know, just the I don't know, like his character is very like kind of it's like a reverse model because obviously like 
the character of Spider-Man is more developed than Uncle Ben, but they, like, injected some of that in there to inspire this Spider-Man. I almost wanted to disagree with, like, the perfect parent thing, because, like, when Peter's acting out and, like, always... Like, how many times does he, like, rush away from the dinner table or, like, leave the dinner table and Aunt May's like, what's going on? And then Uncle Ben is like, this'll pass. Mm -hmm. And, like, is patting her and, like, comforting her. And I'm like, go after Peter or something. But I guess, like, I don't know. You know, you also have to give kids space. So I I I shouldn't be expecting too much. (laughs) I, I can, I can... Uh, accept that criticism just because I was kind of trying to um, I I was maybe being a little bit over exaggerating because I was trying to say how what Talon was saying was different than what I was meaning but yeah Yeah. so so to me what I was saying was that he uh, what I was saying was that like Uncle Ben was you know like you know you know understanding like kind of laid back Mm -hmm. but then he was still like all right, Peter, you, we gotta have a talk. Right, yeah. yeah. I, I, I just, See, yeah, like, go ahead, Shanta. For the, like, I think that's good for a character where, like, they're laid back, and that's really helpful in certain situations, and in other situations, it's almost, they're almost too laid back, which is what I kind of felt like with Uncle Ben, you know, mm-hmm. staying there and just, like, letting Peter walk off in a huff. But mm-hmm. I do think that kind of changes when he, like, pulls Peter out of the party. Yeah. Like, so, you know, for a while there, it seemed like he wasn't doing enough. And then he finally reached out to Peter and actually was like, you need to stop this. Like, engaged with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which also is, like, really smart, too, to work with Mary Jane, too. Like, you know. Is that what? Yeah. I, I mean, that's that. oh, okay. <laughs> basically. Oh, is that how he knew where the uh-huh. party was? Because, yeah. like, I was reading it and, like, did not know. I thought it was just that she left. And yeah, I mean, up. I guess I guess it's not said. It's just shown to me. I mean, I feel like, you know, basically mm-hmm. she's there. She sees him. He's there. You know, yeah, and I figure, you know, they have enough of a relationship. You know, uh, their aunts are friends. Is Miss yeah. Watson still Oh, no, Mary no that, that's her mother. Oh, okay. Mm. I couldn't remember, because, like, in the main comics, it's, like, such a small detail, but they're both ants. (laughs) (laughs) So, in in the Ultimate Universe, um, uh, Mary Jane lives with her mother and father. Okay. Right. But, yeah, so they're they're friends, though, uh, Aunt May and Miss Watson. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, basically, I, I figure that that's how... Uncle Ben knew where to look because it doesn't give us any other reason. So I just, I guess, fabricated a reason because it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, like that—that that does makes make the sense. Most sense. Yeah, more than like Uncle Telepathy. I mean, like, <laughs> uncle Ben trolling the local parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so wanted to take a, a look at Norman Osborn. I didn't. Still a bad dad, no yeah. matter what okay, universe yeah. he's in. Like, like, that's like worst. a really good time to like compare like Uncle Ben and the familial relationship between mm-hmm. him and Parker and you yeah. know, that whole thing with the Osbournes. Get this kid out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have time. Like it really <laughs> felt like Norman Osborn still viewed Harry as like a toddler, you mm-hmm. know? Like it was just all like, oh, I, yeah. I don't even have to address you. Or and... not even his kid. 
Yeah, not not his kid and, like, you know, way younger than a high schooler. Just mm-hmm. like, you know, I don't need to address you. You have no respect to me. And somebody else needs to deal with you because I don't deal with mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like he's... They haven't developed their relationship at all because they probably aren't talking. So I do feel like it's a little bit of Harry talking to him kind of like a kid. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, Dad, we're yeah. going to the labs tomorrow. Can we see you? He's like... Get out of here. Yeah, yeah, Dad. Uh... Uh, okay, so I want to ask also about, like, the Osborne family unit. Did anybody else think until, what is it, like, issue six that Harry's mom was also, like, already like already dead? Or, like, not in the picture anymore? Yeah. Um, I guess mm-hmm. I kind of easily assumed that, but also I was like, I, I just wasn't thinking about it, really. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, yeah, that happens. <laughs> When when we got to that part, which um, I, I find it interesting that we didn't see her once. Yeah, not at all. Kind of, mm-hmm. kind like of a, we see. I won't say it's a fridge death, but it's like kind of a fridge death, you know. Oh, oh it's a fridge. Die! <laughs> like he's just like he killed her. I'm like, where? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, it's a fridge. Fire. I would, yeah, it's it's definitely a fridge. I would say. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that keeps me from saying that is that it's not a um a hero's motivation. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not even Harry's motivation. Yeah, not even Harry's motivation. I don't know. I yeah, I feel like you can just like expand that to it is a male character's motivation, or like becomes a part of their backstory. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, lots of people do expand that it, to mean that, but I think that. Mm. Well, if, if you're expanding that, I feel like that's just a little bit arbitrary. Yeah, that, that's kind of what I was going to say, too, is that basically it's like, okay, well, then now it's just like any female character's right. death. Um, well, okay, it's not just any female character. It's any female character that, like, isn't a character other than so they can die to further, like, somebody else's motivation. Yeah. Usually a man's. I guess maybe I missed it out a little bit, but um, I feel like I didn't even get that it was, like, Harry's motivation Mm -hmm. at all. Like, it seems like it just happens, which in and of itself could be a category, but I don't think I would call it fridging. I guess that's fair. Yeah. But... Can you fridge a character you never introduced? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, can you? It's just, like, a senseless killing. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, why did he do it? I don't. Uh, I, evil reasons. I don't even think that that was explained. Yeah, yeah it was not. It was not explained in the comic, even. I, I, At least not I what we read. My abilities, kind of thing. Yeah. Right? I I read I read more of the story, and I still don't think that it was explained after that. Yeah, I feel like I've heard awesome. somebody else explain it. You know, and it was like something like. Basically, like, because he's, you know, so Norman Osborn, he turns into the Green Goblin, but, you know, it's not... Not very green, though. Not very mm-hmm. green, yeah, and he's, um, you know, essentially, like, he's kind of like a Hulk kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know? He's he's a monster. He's mm-hmm. not, like, you know, cackling and mischievous, like the main interpretation. Mm-hmm. Um, But, yeah, he, like, you know, I guess it's, like, what I heard was that, you know, because he's, like, in the mind of a monster, you know, and so he, like, kind of just, like, recognized where his house was, like, kind of Mm. innately, 
but then like also didn't understand his power and so it was like an accident maybe i don't know i yeah i don't know but yeah to kind of further explain like there's this thing called oz that Oscorp is working on because they are also very creative. In in this comic uh, book, it's Osborne Industries. Whatever, <laughs> Osborne Industries. It's Oscorp. Yeah. Whatever. Oscorp is a better name. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, yes, yeah, so they're working on Oz for some reason. I'm not super clear on what it's supposed to do. It's a miracle. But yeah, but like, what is it? Do, what, like, it well, doesn't cure I, cancer. It's not, like, increasing people's, like, because they haven't tested it on any people. Mm-hmm. They're just putting it in, like, spiders and rabbits and crocodiles and, like, various lab test animals. Mm-hmm. One of the spiders gets free, bites Peter Parker. Osborne <laughs> learns about this and is like, wow, it gave that kid spider powers. So, and here's my big problem with Norman Osborne in this book. He wants to recreate the situation that created Spider-Man on himself. <laughs> But he adds, like, this extra step of take my DNA out, add the Oz to it, and then put it back in. So you're not recreating what happened. Right. Well, to be fair, fair, the reason why he did that was because he was saying that the spider bite had venom in it that made, you know, Peter ill. Right. Gave him avoiding that. Yeah, made him ill, and then gave him spider powers. Mm-hmm. If he wants to recreate it, he should at least still use an animal. Yeah. But also, then, like, he, but then you know, Osborne, you know, thinks so highly of himself that, like, nothing could go wrong by injecting himself with more of himself. Which also doesn't make sense that you're going to use yourself as a first test subject. <laughs> that's not great. It yeah. doesn't seem like that's the smartest mm-hmm. idea. Wait. And all... Okay, and here's the other problem I have with Oz, is that, okay, Spider-Man gets spider powers. Great. How does Osborn get flight and being able to shoot fire from his hands? I can't do that. Can any of you guys do that? He avoids Harry, and he has a lot of (laughs) anger, and... He's so it's very all, powerful. It's all a superpower. So the chemical works on a metaphorical level, is what you're saying. The power of avoiding my son and familial relationships. <laughs> okay, now, no, so now wait, do Peter, so, though. <laughs> the, way, the way you explained it, Jake, are you saying that he basically, like, recreated it, but it's as if he bit himself? Yeah, like, okay, yes. did you guys ever see, like, the newest <laughs> season of uh, The X-Files? No. Okay, because there's this one, like, comedy episode of Reese Darby, where Reese Darby was a monster, he was attacking humans, got bitten by a human, and slowly became a human again. <laughs> That's great. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, yeah, and I, But I, it was I, funny, I, though, because it was Reese Darby, but, yeah. like... <laughs> okay. Um, I didn't know that they had comedy episodes in the X-Files, but I have very little, like, knowledge of X-Files, so that makes sense. Um, yeah, but anyway, yeah, I, I was equally dumbfounded that um, he developed those powers when it was, like, supposed to be himself. Also agree that, like, that was probably an extra step. He probably could have just injected himself with the Oz. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> 
Also, yeah, still not scientific, not recreating the same conditions. I, I, I'm shocked they were... <laughs> he was like... He, he told the board. He was like, well, what do you think more of me would do? And the board was like... Everybody yeah. just, like... Sure. Looks scared and then's like, yeah, this is probably fine. <laughs> I'm like, you, wait, first of all, he's experimenting on himself, which I feel like is a uh, breaking ethics. You're not supposed to do. Yeah. yeah. Also, like, I, it's just like so weird to me because I understand that Norman Osborn is both like the scientist and the entrepreneur. But that's not even like a discussion that you should be talking with your like board of directors or whatever, which I feel like is what he was meeting with. It's like they yeah, do like, all the just, money stuff. <laughs> like, uh, okay, you want to hide it from the government. You want to hide it from like the FDA and like the press. You just created a room full of whistleblowers. At that point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, or, or, or eventually S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Also, the... The last thing on the subject that I wanted to mention, too, was that I think eventually Oz gets retconned as, like, basically, because this is, like, everything in the Ultimate Universe, another attempt to create the Super Soldier Serum that created... Ah, yes. Okay. Yeah. Because that's also, like, what created the Hulk, right? Right. Who is also big and gray, but doesn't shoot fire. Doesn't shoot fire. Um. Ah, yeah. It's... (laughs) Well, they don't even do name like, drop like who he is, so no. which is weird. I was like, "Who is this?" I know, it, like, I was like listing off the different like Spider-Man villains I know, and I was like, "Which one does he look the most like?" I do mm. like the kids being like, "It's obviously the Hulk." No, I think he lives in Utah. <laughs> uh, yeah, mm. <laughs> that was a good throw in. Yeah, and then they've got Doc Ock in there, and. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I saw another villain, but I don't remember who. I don't know. That's also, like, part of my problem with, like, doing reboots like this is because, like, they always want to fit, like, every name into, like, the first six issues. It's like, Mm. oh, yeah, here's Liz Allen, and here's Betty Brant, and here's Doc Ock for some reason. Mm. But, like, the only one I didn't see was Gwen Stacy, which I thought was interesting. I think you did see her. She just wasn't named. Like, yeah, she could be the blonde that, like, Mary Jane was talking to, like, in the first page. Mm-hmm. But, like, nobody says, like, yeah. oh, hey, Gwen. Yeah. She no. actually gets introduced in Volume 3. Yeah, and I think Gwen is usually, like, you know, in, in the Ultimate Universe, she is, like, uh, like, goth, isn't she? Or, like, yeah, punk yeah. or uh, something. Yeah, you could say that, yep. Yeah. I guess it's the early 2000s. Yeah. I guess somebody <laughs> has to be. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's it's funny that they, they basically made Mary Jane, like, instead of a party girl, you know, like, they made her more straight-laced and studious, mm-hmm. and then they made uh, Gwen Stacy, the previously uh... straight-laced one, <laughs> uh, be the, well, not party, but, you know, like, just uh, more extreme in... Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess, like, at least that kind of makes sense, because is she still, like, the police commissioner's daughter? Yes, yep. she Like, is. Not, maybe not commissioner, but, like, captain, yeah. lieutenant. Captain, yeah. captain, I don't captain know Stacey. police ranks. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and, and Captain Stacy did actually make an appearance uh, when yeah. Peter goes to track down the burglar. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. He, I guess he does. Yeah. yeah. Which, I don't know why a police captain is out on, like, a pretty routine call, but... <laughs> Because the I name guess. drop thing, they gotta name the drops. 
got to drop those names. Yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. To, to be fair, he's been this guy has been on a robbing spree for like the entire day. Yeah, it's true. Robbed a deli, <laughs> yeah. robbed a house, I killed a person. I, I even think that he robbed the UCW. I don't know. I mean, that's that's speculative. Yeah, because like, (laughs) so in the original Amazing Fantasy, the robber that killed Uncle Ben robbed the wrestling place, and that's where Peter had the opportunity to stop him. And so it just seems like kind of a lot if you're going to make the leap. Like, it's like, what was the purpose of him robbing the deli? Then, if he also happened to rob, well, that that's why would you rob the deli and then go to somebody else's house to rob them? It's like you already have enough money. Well, but I mean, also, I will I will put this forward. It, like the wrestling robbery seems like it was way too smooth for all of the other robberies <laughs> like, to be the same person. Okay, you know, because he yeah. got in, got out, nobody saw at the wrestling place. People caught him at the deli. Uncle Ben caught him. Like, literally everywhere else this man goes, he gets seen, yeah. but not the wrestling place. Mm-hmm. I just I just find it odd that there was a robbery at the wrestling well, place I mean, and I, then somewhere else. Yeah, lots of crime happens in New York. <laughs> and I think that That's like, true. It, was, it was supposed to be like, you know, Peter, Peter has this incident where he's blamed for, you know, being a criminal, and then he sees this other person... Who like I mean, it's more obvious that he's actually stealing, but still, mm-hmm. it's like, gosh, that like, you know, the people are just crawling down my throat trying to get me, and I'm like, I'll just like let this guy go. I have enough problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I think um, <clears throat> I really appreciate this this story um, among among a lot among a lot of things. Wow, I can't even see. This, in particular, amongst other things, for the trajectory that Peter had to go through. Like, he, you know, he went, it was like, straight-laced kid, you know, kind of like, you know, quiet. And then he got powers, and then he was just like, okay, I'm rebelling against, you know, being put into this, you know, cast in high school. I'm rebelling against even the people who raised me. I'm and I'm even rebelling against just you know the bullies themselves, you know, doing things that he would not really do, doing things that he himself recognizes isn't really him, but doing it because well you know, I've been this guy down at the bottom my entire life. Why yeah. not? Now I have an opportunity to get to get above these people. Yeah. I'm going to take every opportunity I can to do it. Also, before you finish that part, I I also really appreciated the um, the part that's like you know not only is he like rebelling against like the stuff that he doesn't appreciate in his life, but he's also taking advantage of the opportunities that he now has, and like you know he's like helping his uh, his aunt and uncle pay for bills, you know, because mm-hmm. it's like who 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 hasn't struggled before, you know, as a family, and then like basically been like man you know i'll if if only i could you know somehow like win a million dollars and then like give some of it to my parents mm-hmm. you know yeah. so it's like I mean, yeah. yeah i felt like that yeah, was yeah i feel like he real. gets he gets kind of accused of being selfish in some ways but i don't i mean it really can't compare to how like 
Osborne gets when he becomes the Green Goblin. <laughs> like, what, how he reacts to having powers. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, Peter's using his power, like, chooses not to go after a criminal, like, chooses to use it for, like, a showy, dramatic kind of thing so he can make a few bucks, but, you know, for his family's good. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know, just... I know it's supposed to be the whole thing of, like, oh, he's being selfish, he's a teenager, he doesn't see the big picture. But obviously it's not as bad as the Green Goblet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I also, like... Um, I just feel like basically, um, you know, like, and Peter kind of says it, like, I think it's after Uncle Ben gets shot, maybe, or no, 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 it's before. It's when he, he leaves the house because, like, you know, he gets the D in English or whatever, which mm-hmm. also, like, is that normal to get a progress report for one class? Is that how other people I, like, yeah. do it? I've got a couple problems with that scene <laughs> in a lot of, like, the timeline of this book, because there are... Two desk-smashing incidents, which somebody in the scene says took place, like, a week apart. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if he is getting a bad grade already, like, he was on the way there before, (laughs) like, before he got on the basketball team, number one. Good point. Number two, like, it is like the day after Ben is shot is like, He's dancing in the basement for figuring out what the web fluid is, and then is out there, like, trading jokes at the Goblin in the middle of his burning high school, is, like, also the next day. It's like, <laughs> what happened? Well, he understood what his I was going to say, like, it, it's interesting. I don't think I've ever seen Uncle Ben's death be, like, not shown on screen, technically. Like, it was almost kind of anticlimactic, and I don't know, I didn't mind it too much that way. Like, it almost was better that way instead of this big incident, because mm-hmm. also we kind of knew it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe not all the readers would, yeah. but yeah, that kind of, like, almost just stomach drop kind of thing mm-hmm. about hearing bad news after the fact. Yeah, you, and you, you but, got yeah, to... The... <laughs> oh, you were saying say something? I was just going to say the dancing sequence. I totally forgot that that was like right afterwards. That's so weird. Yeah. The most ob- ob- offensive thing in that scene was that he was wearing tidy whities Like, I, I don't I don't understand. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and like, the same time, he also got his costume altered somehow. Yeah. No, with the webs that I he did. made, which don't disappear. I, I don't. Yeah, he also yeah, got like the spider put in too. That's yeah. not made out of web. <laughs> Gosh. Peter Parker oh. in his underwear learning how to shoot webs mm-hmm. is not yeah yeah <laughs> he did that. they definitely were making that a thing <laughs> what, what the Spidey underwear no be, being in your underwear and oh. shooting webs oh <laughs> the yeah anyway gotcha oh, this you is know, a kids show you know he said what practical use would be would this for because he was like maybe I'd get rich and he's like well what practical use being be? Spider Man like, is sure the practical use like <laughs> I I thought of like like um, climbing up a mountain or you know, rock climbing that's mm-hmm. what I thought of okay yeah mm-hmm. or a or a pulley mm-hmm. or I guess I mean yeah I mean he he literally in mainstream universe uses it for so many things <laughs> you can make a parachute a out of it you can rope. make a Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just like. 
Like literally any. Okay. It's like you're smart, Peter, but you're not that smart. <laughs> well, that's so like Kayla, he, you... that, that's why he's the technology guy, right, and not the oh, marketing yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he, he's yeah. smart, not creative. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, um. So, okay, Taylor, you read a little bit more about the Ultimate Universe and know a little bit more. Do, do you know, is there a reason why, like, the last act of Richard Parker was to, like, why was he in possession of what would eventually become, like, Spider-Man web fluid? Like, the chemical formula for He's it. Because that just seems to, like, line up too closely. Is actually secretly ultimate paste pot Pete. <laughs> oh no! No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Um, <laughs> oh. I, you know, I don't actually know what. I don't actually know why. Because, like, regards to the web, you know, web formula. But there is like an amazing fantasy. He just like. Eventually. Oh yeah, I mean like, yeah, because like amazing fantasy is just like, oh yeah, I spent a night in the lab. I got this cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Seems like it works out pretty well. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, this is like the last gift that he got from his dad was mm-hmm. this obscure chemical formula. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, yeah. Yeah. I, I'd say that, um, you know, eventually he gets another gift, and that's the symbiote. Right. Yeah. That, that was. Oh, yeah. Thing. That's an ultimate thing. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I. Uh, I played the Ultimate Spider-Man video game, and they had like a like a quick like origin story, whatever. And part of it was how did Venom? Like, how is Venom a thing? And it's mm-hmm. uh, Richard Parker and Osborn work together to like no, it's uh, Eddie Brock's father. This was it Eddie Brock's father? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, yeah. Whoever it is, like they like engineer the symbiote, mm-hmm. which like. They, uh, now that I'm thinking about it, like they just kind of casually created conscious life, and then <laughs> yeah. just like yeah. kept it in a bottle in a freezer for years. Mm-hmm. So that's not great. Yeah. Also, like I just isn't it great when superhero comics in particular do the thing where it's like, ah, my old childhood friend that I haven't mentioned until now when yeah. they reappear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's Eddie Brock in the Ultimate Comics. Yeah. It's just all like he's here now. I knew him. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't yeah. mention him before. There was no reason. He's not here. Mm-hmm. I don't have memories. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you for listening. You can catch us on Mondays, 5 to 7 p.m. on KSUA 91.5 FM, The People's Radio. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel at The Comic Panel. It's comic time. Or you can follow us on Instagram at the underscore comic underscore panel. Or like our Facebook page at It's Comic Time. Have a great rest of your day.